Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Sunday evening or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azra and the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at Polyglot Azrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T. A-Z or Z, depending on your country. R-E-N. Alternatively, if you want to, on many platforms, you can literally just search Azrin, the language nerd. So that's A-Z-R-E-N, the language nerd. You'll also find me that way. So with that aside, let's jump into this podcast episode. As you guys know, on Sundays, I take the day to myself. I do very, very little work, if any at all. It's a day where I get to relax, spend time with family, sleep in, chill out, just sit in the house, veg out in many ways. And so this podcast episode might be a little bit shorter, but I wanted to put something out for you. I was in a little bit of a podcasty mood. And so here we are right now. What I want to talk about, and I think this is going to be valuable for a lot of you, is a specific language learner that I know by the name of Amanda. Now, Amanda, this is the girl who uh, I actually studied with when I was in China, and she is awesome. She's amazing. One thing that I really admired about Amanda is that she was so consistent with her Mandarin studies, extremely consistent. I remember like when we were studying together, Every time, like she would just do her homework. She would practice writing her characters. She would come to the classes. She would she would practice. She'd chip away, chip away, chip away, move forward, move forward, progress little by little. And if we look at her Mandarin today, she's pretty damn advanced. As a matter of fact, one thing that's really interesting to look at is that we studied together when we're in China. We had a relatively similar level when we're studying together. But if we look at our levels today, she's definitely stronger than me. And the reason is that after that China trip, I wasn't as consistent as she was. She was way more consistent. She continued to practice. She continued to chip away at it. She continued to learn new words and improve her grammar and blah, 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 all the cliche things. And now she's stronger than me. And I look at this whole story. I, I admire her a lot. I like her so much. I like her a lot. Um, she's actually, it's someone, it's someone we actually still keep in touch, which is great, despite the fact that we don't live in the same, in the same city whatsoever, but, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I wanted to bring this story to your attention because she is someone who embodies this whole value of just being consistent. It's funny when we look at a lot of elements or a lot of aspects of the whole field of language learning, there's a lot of things that incentivize I guess you could say short-term results. For example, we have programs such as Fluent in Three Months, right? When you even look at the name of Fluent in Three Months, three months is a very short period of time. And so it's a program that incentivizes trying to get something done quickly. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, by the way. I think that's amazing, right? That's, that's, that's so good and it works for a lot of people and it, it's, it's fantastic. But the reality is that it's something that's incentivizing a short-term result. We look at a lot of challenges. We have the we have 30-day challenges, 60-day challenges, 90-day challenges. Again, very short-term kinds of results. A lot of people who are asking questions like, how can I, how can I achieve this upper intermediate level in six months? Again, short-term kind of thing. But the reality, and I've said this all the time, I think this has been my whole narrative 
the whole time that I've made content online about language learning is that the magic often, if not always, is just found in the day by day, chipping away, learning a little bit, learning a little bit, practicing what you learned, applying what you learned, learning something new, trying another program, finishing the program, taking a class, finishing a class, da 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 And after a number of years, years, you end up with magically a very, you know, respectable kind of level in the language. And I don't know why, but I just feel like I, I really want to push this narrative a little bit. I want to push it. I want to talk about this so much more. And it's funny because, you know, it's it's just crazy. It's just, it's mind, I guess it's just mind boggling to me that um, a lot of us are looking for shortcuts. We're looking for ways to do it faster and get there tomorrow really quick. but. Often that's just not how life works, right? It just, we need that patience. And this, excuse me, this particular individual that I still keep in touch with, right? She, she's a perfect, I guess you could say perfect embodiment of that. Um, the last thing I'll say on this, and I, as I said, it's going to be a shorter podcast. Um, it's my Sunday and it's the day type that I keep to myself. So I don't want to go crazy long on today, but the last thing I want to say, and it tends to be, I guess you could say the most logical counter argument which is, Azrin, what would you say about all the people who are able to, to really push hard and achieve a very strong level in one year or six months or nine months? Heck, if we even rewind a bit, I talked about a guy on a podcast who has achieved a reasonably high level in French in about eight, what is it, eight months? Yeah, about eight months of study, right? Eight months. Like, what do you say to stuff like that? And my perspective, yeah, my perspective on that is that I think it can work. I think, yes, a lot of us, most of us, a significant percentage of us do have the ability to go out and learn a language or at least achieve a reasonably high level, not a super native level, not a super high level, but an intermediate kind of or upper, even maybe even upper, upper intermediate, maybe, right? Conversational at a minimal. We can do that in 8, 9, 10, 12, 14 you know, 16 months, which is not a very, very long time. I think that's possible. The problem is that most of us don't have lifestyles that can accommodate that kind of rapid growth. If we go back and we, re we rewind to the guy I talked about in my podcast, maybe a week or maybe two weeks ago, who's achieved a, maybe it's like a B1 level roughly, give or take, maybe B1, eh, something like that. Anyway, conversational, definitely, right? Definitely conversational and functional in French. He's really been going intense at it. You know, in the eight months, two of those eight months have been very intense, like 20 plus hours a week, like consistent. That's his primary focus, right? Most of us don't have time to do that. Another guy I know who also has a similar kind of level, like very functional, very strong kind of level in French. He did it in roughly a year, similar kind of thing. He, I think for him, it was like a seven hour, or eight hours a day. Like he would watch, he would watch movies, TV shows, watch some videos, take notes, watch a grammar video, watch a this video, practice, get feedback, go to language events, talk to people, language exchanges, this thing, that thing. It was a full-time thing for him, and so naturally he was able to he was able to achieve his level in like a year, give or take. So it's not that you know it's funny. It's not that I think that we can't get to a 
um, get to a conversational kind of level in a short period of time. I don't think we can't, I don't think it's impossible. I just think that most people don't have a lifestyle where they would be able to create the time needed in their calendar to be able to dedicate that much energy to, to that kind of language project. Um, even something like, you know, I talked about not that long ago, the program which I'm working on and testing right now, where it's getting people to roughly a B1-ish level in about a year. Even when I look at that, right, the work they've got to be putting in is pretty consistent, right? I think they're probably going to be doing an hour of work of day plus an hour or two of classes a week. So they're doing like, what is that, seven? They're doing about 10 hours a week of the language, which is a considerable, which is a significant amount of time. And not only that, it's 10 hours a week, smart. It's, it's being done in a smart way because I'm going to be guiding that 10 hours a week to make sure that they're not wasting, they're not, they're, they're minimizing, essentially I'm minimizing the amount of time that's being wasted and the 10 hours and five hours or whatever hour weeks that they're doing, it's being put, it's being done in a smart way versus people that often go it alone, they might be wasting a lot of time due to the, their lack of experience with language learning. So anyway, that's the real podcast for today. I don't really have a lot more to add. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate your attention. We should be back tomorrow with another episode. So you guys can look forward to that. Um, more of a longer traditional kind of podcast. So anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We will talk later. Bye for now. See you.